1: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the host of the Injured List Podcast, Brian Scott.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Glad you can all be in the room here to join me. I am your host, Brian Scott, and this is the Injured List podcast, live NFL weekly injury updates on the eve here. Uh, well, actually, no. Tonight is opening night. What am I talking about? Dallas, Tampa Bay, getting ready to kick off soon, about an hour or so. Um this is your chance, guys, looking to get your roster set for this weekend's games. Now is your chance to ask questions. If you're a Ravens fan, I know you probably got a lot of them. They are getting hammered right now with injuries, and there's a lot of controversy going on about that. So, this is your chance to ask me. Uh, check out my profile. Follow me on here, Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram the Injured List Podcast. Uh, at host Brian Scott, uh, check out the website, www.theinjuredlist.com. Every week I'm going to be doing a live injury update for the NFL season. This is week one. Thanks for joining me. Now these segments are being recorded live and they'll be played back as a podcast episode that I'll be releasing the very next morning. So tune in for that. If you miss it tonight, no worries. You can tune in here before the weekend comes. So you can still make those last minute adjustments to your fantasy roster. Now without further ado, let's get to our first guest and their question.
2: I'm sorry to see the way they go down. No one wants to see injury. I lost a couple on my fantasy draft yeah. today, but as a Browns fan at the same time. Yeah. You know, it's it sucks for
0: everybody, man. It sucks. Uh, it's it's you know, J. K. Dobbins was a second year running back looking to have a big year this year and he took I, a he, hit. He was hit this year. Yeah, yeah. He took a hit, and then their backup uh, took a hit, and then now their backup to the backup took a hit. Uh, potentially, the, today they're saying Gus Edwards may have torn his ACL in practice. So, um, people. Yeah, are, and I had
2: <laughs> Gus Edwards on my fantasy. Team.
0: Yeah, a lot of people did, my man. Uh, a lot of people did trying to get him, uh, you know, on their roster so they could uh, fill some gaping holes in the lineups. Uh, if they no, because
2: my thing was I was thinking about having Gus Edwards and Nick, and I have Nick Chubb, so I was just like the one two. Like Edwards, I thought that that was a good one, too, because with Dobbins out, Edwards was going to get some good good runs.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, these aren't just small little injuries. These are season-ending, unfortunately.
2: Done. Done. ACL. ACL.
0: Yep, you're looking at 9 to 12 months minimum probably before he's back on a football field doing football drills. So, um, you know, hopefully that won't cut into any time next year. Hey, Brian,
2: I'd love to get your insight on the Cleveland Browns this year. What do you think about the Browns?
0: Well, um, I you know, I mean, the, I think Odell is actually going to have a good year. Um, if he can just stay healthy, the guys all, always had some type of injury that's kind of brought him down. And again, he's one of those guys that when he gets hurt, he gets hurt. Um, he's coming off an ACL injury as well, but he actually is right on target for his rehab, made a comeback and actually started football drills in about nine months, which is what you would expect from a yep. uncomplicated, straightforward ACL uh, reconstruction. So um, I don't think he'll be the explosive Odell that he was before, and that's okay. He just needs to be able to adapt his game to how he feels and how he's able to play this year. If he can just be solid and consistent, I think that's good enough. And that's going to be huge for the Browns. That's going to be you know another weapon that they didn't have most yeah. of last year. So,
2: my, my my sleeper pick in fantasy actually, and this is a big one that I'd say when it is actually a Browns player. That everyone forgets about because you just think about Odell and Jarvis, but over the past few years, Baker's favorite target is Rashad Higgins.
0: Okay, yeah, you know, um, I think the Browns are poised to really do well and make a really strong run. Um, they've got their weapons. offensive
2: line is going to give Baker all the time he yeah. needs to throw.
0: Yeah, they've shown that. I mean, they've shown that they can do that already. Uh, it's all about you know, it's all about staying healthy in the NFL, my man. It's a, it's it's a brutal sport. Takes it a toll on a team, cruel, especially now you've got a 17-game season. Um, that so who, extra game you, can hurt.
2: Who are you taking tonight, though, Dallas or Tampa?
0: Everyone's got Tampa. I, uh, some people got Tampa by, like, over two touchdowns, maybe more if I'm not mistaken. Um, I, I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I think that Dallas, man, if, if Dak shows that he's the Dak of before wow. his ankle injury, which I think he could do it, then I think the Cowboys are going to give Tampa Bay a good run.
2: You think so? I
0: think they could do it. I think they could pull it out. This is, you know, at it, Tampa Bay, and it's Tom Brady, so you always got. I think they're pretty much the favorite going to just about every game, <laughs> especially this year after coming off the Super Bowl championship. But, you know, you can't count out you, the Cowboys. What do you
2: see as the match of the week this
0: week? Say again? Say again.
2: What do you see as the match of the week?
0: Oh, you're really putting me on a spot here, dude. This is not what I do, but hey, I'm willing to go out there. Let me take a look at the schedule and I'll give you. No, oh, I, you
2: do injuries. I'm sorry. That's okay. Guy. That's
0: okay. I'm I'm willing to jump uh, on a limb here and give you some predictions.
2: Tell us some injuries. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, no. I, well, the big ones are the, the Ravens. I mean,
2: I mean the Ravens, I mean, that's all anybody's really talking that's about. That's
0: huge. Now, now, one of the um, Dallas Cowboys starting linemen is on the um, COVID list, uh, Martin, and that's a big loss for them, um, which means Dak might be running a little bit more, uh, doing a little yeah. more scrambling than he probably would like to his first game back. But, um, ah. you know, they'll, they'll, they'll make up for it. You think so? yeah yeah I mean these these backups like and especially Dallas they always seem to have a good O line I don't know if it's their coaching staff or their draft picks or but Dallas thing
2: but. is Dallas winning big games and they're also taking on Tampa tonight in Tampa as they raise their banner in
0: well you know the big game thing has always been kind of the net na- the the knock on Dak's game right like he's always been yep. kind of the that's you kind of been the thing that's kind of you know, kept him kind of a little bit lower on people's lists. But, you know, he's got to be amped up. I mean, this is his first game back in a while uh, in front of a crowd. And if there's any ever a good enough motivation to get you hyped, it's to try and stomp out a team's Super Bowl celebration raising the banner. (laughs) Right? Like, if you can't get amped up for that. No, Yeah,
2: there's a lot of saying that that's ours this year. I feel that. exactly. I finally this year in one of my teams, though, I finally drank the Kool-Aid. Uh-oh. After all the years, I drank the Kool Aid.
0: And who's that?
2: I started Tom Brady.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't think uh, people will give you any ire for that, man. I mean, the, I mean, the it, it's just, just time the walking stat and line, time
2: of... <laughs> and time again. It's just like even haters have to admit he's he's the best of all by now.
0: This is true. This is true.
2: So are there any other injuries in the league right now that we should know about as we sit, like in starters, that are questionable that ESPN's not even going to tell us about?
0: Um, I couldn't give you that much in-depth detail because I don't follow each team very closely. But if you guys have any questions about any players on your favorite teams, then I can definitely give you some perspective. Um, I would say that there's a lot of guys coming off of injuries that are still kind of question marks. You look at Saquon Barkley coming off an ACL meniscus repair. That's a huge injury. Um, I have PTSD from him. I started
2: <laughs> him last year on my fantasy. Team. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm in, in the same he boat. He was my number one. I had the number one pick with Saquon, and
0: I'm Bo- in. The, I'm in the same boat. I had him on my one of my starting two, and uh, he took a hit pretty early on, and I was scrambling ever since. And um, I had a, a couple other running backs last year that went down with injury too, so my whole season was shot pretty early on in the year, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I went now, a little bit I mean, more wide receiver heavy this year, so hopefully that'll help me out. But, but it's, we'll it's like
2: with Gus Edwards out this week, I was supposed to start Gus Edwards, and now I'm scrambling on who I want st- to start this week at running back. Right now, I have, I mean, I have Nick Chubb, okay, um, and then right now I still have Kenyon Drake, okay, um, Javante Williams, okay. and Giovanni Bernard.
0: Yeah, that's a good pick up there. No, I'm surprised he wasn't going in a lot of leagues. I don't know why.
2: I think Giovanni Bernard could surprise a lot of people.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's talk about him being pretty much the go-to guy on third down. I guess we'll see tonight.
2: So here's the question, though. Out of those, who would you start?
0: Run, run back through your list again.
2: Kenyon Drake. Okay. Giovanni Bernard. Javante Williams, and he had Gus Edwards, but that's not happening.
0: Well, Javante Williams, is he? he's a rookie, no? Yeah, with
2: uh, Denver, I believe.
0: Yeah, well, there's talk that this dude is going to be, like, the man in Denver. Whether or not he's actually going to get a lot of snaps in the initial home op- or, uh, game this weekend left is left to be determined. So I'd be a little cautious about starting a rookie week one. But, you know, I mean, if the guy has got that much promise, and apparently he does— Then it might Hmm. be worth throwing him in there because if he gets the ball and starts showing, you know, showing out, they're going to just keep feeding it to him.
2: What are your thoughts on Kenyon Drake?
0: You know, I I haven't watched much of him play. Um,
2: But the thing that I also have to think about is he's playing Baltimore this
0: week. Well, so that's interesting because Baltimore also lost a pretty important cornerback today who potentially went down with an ACL injury as well. So that's huge for them on the defensive side of the ball. One of their. All pro cornerbacks, if I'm not mistaken, and I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but they they they're getting crushed right now with injuries. Baltimore trying to pull up the game. So
2: so you think that? So I'm just trying to think though, because I got to make this. I want to lock this in. (laughs)
0: Let me pull. Honestly,
2: I'm pissed that someone took my flex because last year the flex that was the best for me is I had Kareem Hunt as the flex, and I thought having Nick Chubb is one of my starting runners and Hunt at the flex because Hunt also plays wide receiver a lot
0: I tell you what, I had Hunt for a good portion of the last year and he came through huge for me huge so uh, it's going to be hard to keep him on the bench
2: yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see Mike Evans tonight though, I got Mike Evans so.
0: yeah, that's good he should have a but Wait,
2: so Kenyon Drake, Javante Williams Giovanni Bernard, who you starting?
0: The thing that worries me about Kenyon Drake is is he on the he's on the Cardinals, right? So, you know, you got um, uh,
2: Las Vegas. Oh, I'm
0: sorry, I don't know why I thought he was on the Cardinals. Um, Vegas, man. What about Josh Jacobs? Is he injured? No,
2: no. I I I mean, I'm at backups now because.
0: Oh, oh, I gotcha. Well, I'm just wondering if you. So he's yeah. I mean, he's we'll see, man. Jacobs had a pretty good year last year. I don't think he missed much time. Uh drake might not get many snaps so question is you got to look for those third down guys man those guys that are going to be in guaranteed at least on the third down place so if, if so these guys are just I'm, sitting maybe bench- i
2: throw javante williams in there see what happens with him. Yeah, either
0: him or uh bernard because bernard is pretty much the third down guy with tampa from what i've read and what i've seen
2: but the thing is then i'm putting a lot of Week one on Tampa with Brady, <laughs> yes, you are. Evans, and Bernard.
0: Correct. And that's never uh, a good move. I try to avoid that at all costs.
2: Yeah, so that's why I'm sort of thinking that right now, Javante Williams.
0: Might maybe, not be a bad uh, thing. I, like I said, Denver is really high on this kid.
2: Fuck it. <laughs> all right, man. Thanks so much. I all right, dude.
0: It. Yeah, hey. Thanks for I popping gave in. I you a follow. All right.
2: Definitely see you next week.
0: Sounds good.
3: This is the Injured List podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Are you interested in being a guest on the show? Or do you know someone who would make a good guest? Want Brian Scott to be on your show? If so, share the podcast with your friends. Or drop us a line and we will get back to you right away email us at TheInjuredList411 at gmail.com or visit our website at www.TheInjuredList.com.
1: I love that. That is the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify is a platform designed for anyone to sell anywhere, giving entrepreneurs like me the resources that were once reserved for big business, and it's customized to your needs. You get a great looking online store that really helps bring your ideas to life and tools to manage the day-to-day and drive sales. And I'm speaking about this from experience. I'm really passionate about bass fishing. And a little over five years ago, I started an e-commerce bass fishing brand with my best friend, Aaron, called Woo Tungsten. Actually, it's pronounced Woo! Tungsten, W-O-O exclamation mark, because that's the sound you make when you catch a giant bass. And it was a no-brainer to do this on Shopify because they've made it so easy every step of the way, from creating product listings, to making discount codes, to managing shipments. In fact, if you want to see what an e-commerce store looks like on Shopify, go to wootungsten.com and you can see. And it's No wonder that every 28 seconds, a small business owner makes their first sale on Shopify. You can get started by building and customizing your online store with no coding or design experience, and you can gain knowledge and confidence with extensive resources to help you succeed. Plus, with 24-7 support, you're never alone. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. This is possibility powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash bluewire, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial, and you'll get access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Start selling on Shopify today, just like me, just like Wu Tungsten, by going to shopify.com slash bluewire right now. That's shopify.com slash bluewire.
0: All right, guys. Well, there you had it. My favorite first uh, question of the questions of the night, but uh, I'm going to try to pull up the game here in the background and get at least uh, some of the pregame stuff on TV, but I was listening to um, some of the NFL uh, Today or NFL Live pregame show, and they were talking about these Raven injuries and stuff, and it was kind of amusing because they were once again going back to the old um, conspiracy theory that something's wrong with the playing surface, and that's why the Baltimore Ravens guys were all dropping like flies. And I've said it many times before, and I've spoken about that exact topic many times before, and it's just not true. It's never been proven. There's no statistical or scientific data to confirm that the playing surface causes any more significant types of injuries than any other injuries. AstroTurf, when it was first introduced, it was called AstroTurf because it was brought into Houston in the Astrodome where the Astros played. And that's how it's got its name and its start. That turf was horrendous. <laughs> the stuff we have today is much more better, and uh, it's almost as close to natural grass as you can get. Um, so I don't, and, and like I said, the literature doesn't really bear that theory out. So, um, there, you know, I don't, I don't know what else to tell you on that. Uh, I hate hearing those um, analysts come up with the theory again and again and again. They just keep hammering it, and it's just completely off. So
4: NFL Live, like I said, we will get uh, back to the game tonight as the season opens. But first of all, just your reaction to hearing about so many now five key Ravens players lost to injury before the season. Well, the first thing is, is that this team and the way they like to run offense is predicated on running back depth. Mm. So, from a football standpoint, it's devastating from how you plan and go throughout the rest of your season. The one thing that I used to always give the Ravens credit for is that they did it by committee and kept a lot of carries off guys and was right. still able to be very effective. The second thought I have is is it something going on with the grass? Right. What's is it like, like w- ACLs—it like it, it can't just be bad luck, right? right like it's you, happening. And, and you think of um, you think of ACL tears all the time as just unfortunate. You see a guy plant, or something gives away. But when you have this many, you got to question what's what's the surface like. Yeah. What something just yeah. is off about losing this many guys.
3: My today. brain goes to the surface because right. I'm thinking, did they p- replace the practice field yeah. with the new surface? Yeah, a legit question. I've been a part of an organization that they put in a new surface, and I remember the first day going out to practice, the whole team was like, what is this surface? Because it's not the same one that we've practiced and trained on. I mean, five guys. We're talking J.K. Dobbins, Justice Hill, now Gus Edwards, Marcus Peters. And don't forget Rashad Bateman, Rashad did the, Bateman. Groin,
4: the groin as the well. Groin,
3: yeah. I don't want to play an assumption game, but something this is not. There's, there's something towards yeah. the training method or the the prehab, the health of guys, how they're training, right. how the organization is training them. The surface of the field something because that is
4: outrageous. Well, the thing, to, the thing, that yeah. to your point, Dio, the thing that makes me think it could potentially be something with the surface, all of these positions are guys that cut a lot. Right. right. Like that stick their foot Non-contact in the ground and change often. direction. Right. Yeah, so I, super unfortunate, man. not happen it's in just, the game, though. That's the weird thing. So. It's, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it's – But still, that's a lot. All right, so we do have a live report coming your way from Ravens practice.
0: All right, everybody. Thanks for uh, tuning in here. We've got uh, the game on in the background. At least I'm trying to get the game on in the background here. And uh, we're here to answer your questions about NFL injuries uh, as we get closer to the start of the NFL season. Dallas and Tampa Bay kicking it off shortly, probably within an hour here and um, got Dak Prescott making his uh, debut back from his injury last year, devastating ankle injury. Um, I've talked about that before, and I don't really see him being too hampered by it. His shoulders seemed to be the bigger issue in preseason this year, and MRI turned up negative on that. And um, from all accounts I've read and all reports I've seen, he his ankle was never really a major issue this offseason or preseason, I should say, but... Um, he had a pretty significant ankle fracture, had to have two surgeries in the off-season or during the season and off-season to uh, repair it and get him back to where he is today. But uh, the ankle joint is not like some other joints in the body, and most guys do bounce back pretty well, um, aside from a few examples. But anybody have any questions, raise your hand if you want to come up on stage and talk some football That's what we're here to do. Uh, I focus on the injury side of things in sports medicine. So if you have questions about any favorite players or guys on your fantasy roster, now's your chance. Raise your hand. I'll bring you up. If I can get this stuff to work. Trying to get you up here, Alex. I apologize. There you go. What's up, man? How can I help Uh, you?
5: Are the Ravens dead? <laughs> I guess it's, it's just a general, well, general question. If,
0: if you in football terms, uh yeah, uh you know, a good majority of their players are anyway, they're starting players. Um yeah, you know, there's been a lot of chat about this uh in the last few hours because today right, two right. additional guys went down with potential season-ending injuries. Um their third-string running back who had to fill in for two other guys who were already out with season-ending injuries in J.K. Dobbins and um, uh, Justice Hill. Um, Then Gus Edwards apparently went down today, what what they think is an ACL injury. So it's unbelievable. Um, Very rare that this happens, but it does happen. I mean, things like this do occur. It's kind of freaky, and it's usually um, not related to any playing surface, unlike Dan Orlovsky and um, the guys on NFL Live seem to think. Uh, That's just a, a misnomer. That's not actually true. Um, it could have happened anywhere, anytime. Uh, so, yeah, you know, the Ravens are hurting. And then one of their cornerbacks, too, apparently went down today with possible season-ending injuries. Yeah.
5: Uh, Marcus Peters.
0: Is that who it was? Yeah, and then they have a wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, they have a Rashad wide—
5: Rashad Bateman, the first round, the yeah. first round pick. Rashad Bateman's is out. Is that the receiver? So as a, yeah, that's the first-round yeah. receiver. He's He's out. got a groin injury. Fan, yeah, yeah. And as a Raiders fan, I'm like, if we don't win this
0: game, we're terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah uh you know baltimore could, should should be starting out of the gate on one if they can overcome this um good for them it's going to just put extra pressure on uh uh their their quarterback their quarterback yeah i, and mean, I was about uh, to say
5: we're going to find out a lot about him this year yeah
0: i mean uh, he's going to have to carry them I, I mean he's proven that he can but uh the pressure's now right out of the gate unfortunately for him which is a, a rough way to get started especially after 2020 nobody wants to start the season like this
5: yeah I wanted to ask you also about um, is it who's the Steelers' middle linebacker? Is it Devin Bush or Devin Smith? I get those confused.
0: Yeah, I forget. I you know I I
5: which one? Would you know the one I'm talking about? Like, how has he been faring? Is he fully back or is he still limited?
0: Yeah, uh, you have to remind me what the injury was.
5: Uh, I thought it was his ACL as the middle linebacker. I'll look it up while we're talking.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm trying to. I'm having was. issues with my uh internet here. I don't know why. Of course, now I am. But um, yeah, if you guys could just fill me in on what the injury was and where they're at i could probably just fill you in on the rest i just yeah, gotta just, um, too many guys goes. too many injuries to track i just can't keep track of all of them I'm trying to think uh so yeah i was talking earlier dax the big question mark tonight because he's coming off a pretty major injury last year and then yeah, they lost I their.
5: Saw that, that, that um that uh it wasn't his ankle it was more the shoulder and if you listen to uh, 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 Troy, me and Michael Irvin, it sounded like his arm was dead. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, that that was only in the off in the preseason here. So yeah. you know his ankle never really seemed to be an issue, according to all reports, which is good news for him. Good news for the Cowboys. You can get uh, there is a thing um, that basically is kind of in uh, layman's terms called uh, a dead shoulder. That can happen. It's usually related to either some type of like nerve thing coming from the neck or sometimes it could be uh, just some muscle fatigue. Um, They call it like dead arm. Um, So that is a real thing. Uh, You don't usually see it in football though. It's usually like in baseball pitchers. So kind of weird to see in football. It's just a different, even though it's a very similar motion there's slight subtle differences in the mechanics that sometimes make baseball pitching, well it, it definitely makes baseball pitching much more high stress to the shoulder than it, than it does throwing a football. It just has to do with the position of the wrist and the forearm when you're throwing the ball and the, the repetitive nature of baseball pitching. But
5: so, I'll, just so Devin Bush on October 18th, 2020, just to give you more context for yeah. his ACL.
0: So has he, has he been participating in the preseason?
5: Yeah, I mean, I just looked, as I was looking up, I saw they, they said 80 to 90%, but, you know, that's just a percentage that's different than actually being in actual game play.
0: Right, and you know, It's not unusual for these guys to sometimes take up to a year before they're back to their full playing ability, 85 to 100% improved and cleared. It depends on what, if any, other structural injuries they had at the time of their ACL injury and whether or not that was addressed surgically. That's what the big factors are. So if you look at a guy like Odell, who tore his ACL at about the same time last year, he was back by the nine-month mark, which is pretty standard or average for most guys if it's an isolated ACL. Um, and Saquon injured his not too far after or before. I, I can't remember Odell, but is still not really back as of yet from what we know because we haven't seen him play. He wasn't in the preseason, and he's nearing on almost a year now. So it it really varies. It depends on the individual. depends on what other structural damage they had because there are other associated injuries that usually occur with an ACL. It's very rare that you have an isolated ACL. It does happen. It's not as common. There's usually at least some other type of meniscal or other ligamentous injury that occurs. And sometimes that can slow down, not just um, the rehab, but can sometimes f- uh, postpone their surgeries a little bit. So if they can't get the surgery immediately, which then pushes back their timetable to return. So it all really goes back to when did they have the surgery and what was done.
5: Okay, got it.
0: Um, Natal, I'm trying to get you up here. I don't know. It's only letting me bring like one person up at a time. There we go. There we go. I got you up.
6: Hi. Hey, um, what's up? My name is Natal. I am just here to listen, but also, um, for personal reasons, I have interest in the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. So I'd like to know what's going on with them as in injuries. And also, um, how does that, affect the front office as when they document stuff, who's responsible for documenting the information for these injuries?
0: So it's a good question. Um, and it varies by sport. I know a lot more about baseball than I do about football. Um, but what I do know is that the leagues do have mandates that say that guys do have to be reported on injury lists. And there are deadlines and timetables that those reports have to be into the league office and then dispersed to the media and other uh, organizations around the league. So um, what you will sometimes see, though, and I don't know if there's any rules about this, is sometimes you'll see some really vague descriptions about what the injuries are. Like what, And this has become more popular recently. You'll see like lower extremity injury. And that's a big thing for some reason lately in the NHL and hockey. And I'm not sure why. Um, because in the past it used to be very specific, you know, ankle sprain or this sprain or that, but for whatever reason, more recently, they started going to these more generic terms. And I don't know if that's just a ploy on the part of the organization to kind of throw off their competition. I don't know if it has to do with Vegas and gambling lines and all that stuff. Who knows, man, there's a lot more at play that goes into this than we will ever know. But usually the team's medical staff is the one that gives the day-to-day reports Um, to the coaching staff in the front office about where players are as far as their rehab, where they are as far as their injury status and their participation status. Um, The medical team uh, consists of athletic trainers, physical therapists, sports medicine experts, like orthopedic surgeons and chiropractors. And they have a full array of healthcare providers who address injured players and deal with them on a daily basis, especially during the season. But ultimately, it's the athletic training staff and the head team physician who will make the final decisions about players' availability. But that information usually gets passed on to the head coaches and the uh, general managers in uh, front office. But you usually don't hear these reports coming from the medical team. You usually hear the reports coming from the coaches, the GMs, or the front office. And that's why things often get um, missed in uh, translation or misinterpreted because you're getting them from the second or third perspective and you're not getting them in medical terms. You're getting them in basic layman t- terms, which to the average fan is fine. But to people like me who have a vast knowledge of sports medicine, it, it's not very specific and it really leaves the door open to a lot of possibilities. So it can be often very difficult to gauge where the players are at in as far as their injury recoveries and whatnot. Um, I can tell you with some degree of certainty because I am familiar with sports injuries, the more common ones, how they're treated, what the timelines are, but, um, all this stuff does get documented because the NFL and a lot of the organizations participate in like, a, a using a medical, um, tracking software where they log injuries, they into a database, it all gets tracked throughout the year. And then they go back and look at that stuff year to year to year and look at trends and statistics. Um, and so it's, it's, it's actually a, a big deal and um, I've done a podcast on this before where I talked about the origins of the NFL combine and originally the combine was not to evaluate players skills. It was actually strictly for the purpose of medical evaluations and that is actually still the main part of it. Um, it happens more behind the scenes because you, that's not made for good TV um, and there's privacy laws associated with it and stuff. so. Over the years, it kind of developed into this, like let's take a look at their 40 times vert jumps and all this other stuff. But a big component and still the primary focus of the NFL combine is to get medical screenings done, evaluations of players, look at uh, um, radiological imaging studies and any prior injuries that they've had. If they've had surgeries, doctors and team physicians can get their hands on the players, examine them. Um, They get blood work done, any special tests that they need done. Um, and it is actually a very big conference associated around it um, within the uh, NFL medical community. So um, all this injury stuff and and all this stuff that occurs throughout the season gets looked at, reviewed, um, researched, <laughs> presented. I can tell you I used to go to a conference every year just about um, in athletic training for the last 20 years because I used to be an athletic mm-hmm. trainer. And every year they'd have an NFL presentation where they do case reports on NFL injuries. And it was really interesting. It used to go every year. It was awesome. And so, you know, this stuff is looked at under a fine microscope. Um, it's not overlooked. But it's funny when I hear guys like Dan Orlovsky and the NFL Live crew talking about the uh, potential reasons why the Ravens lost three players in the last 12 days to major season-ending injuries being the surface. That's just not true. And that's been looked okay. at. <laughs> Um, as far as the cardinals go, I don't really know too much about them. If you have any specific questions, I could probably answer it. Um
6: No, I don't. I thought maybe you can just give me like a. I told you it's for research and things uh, like that, which is something I probably have to look. Um, but I like when people talk about it. It makes me when I read it, it's yeah. like, oh. But if I hear people talk about it, it gives me a more of a visual and understanding of the injuries and what to expect out of their star players. And sure. I have one more question.
0: Well, I can tell you this about the Arizona Cardinals. is they, they From what I've heard and what I've been seeing, they haven't had much of an injury list. I mean, it seems like their injuries have been far and few between this preseason, which is a good sign for them.
5: Yeah, I just looked. There's only two people on yeah. their injury list for week one, and, and they're not top-line contributors. Right, which is a, you oh, know okay.
0: clutch Thank going you. into week one. I mean, that's huge.
6: Um, one more thing. Yes. Um is COVID considered an injury now? <laughs> I mean, I was just wondering.
0: It's a good question. I if don't yeah. I don't know how they go about documenting it or classifying it with regard to like uh player availability and status and whatnot. I don't know. It's a good question. I mean I they have this COVID protocol and that everyone has to follow, but I think they've created a whole separate um set of regulations and rules around it as far as injury reports go um i know that there's certain criteria that has to be met before they can be activated and back at live practices and in the stadium and in the facilities based on whether they're considered high risk due to exposure or whether they've tested positive there's a different set of rules it's basically um you know like a uh, uh like a, tr- a tree, you know, you start here, if you've gotten exposed and you follow this branch, if you've gotten contaminated or had a positive test, you go down this branch. So there's different, um, pathways that you can go down that tree and it varies based on whichever branch you end up on. But, uh, one guy who I know is out is one of the linemen for the Cowboys tonight. One of their big, uh, important linemen, um, was it, uh, Williams or something. Zach no, Martin, Martin that's it. Martin. I'm sorry, Zach Martin. Yeah, he's on the COVID-19 list. And I don't know if it was because of exposure or, you know, close contact or if he tested positive. But from what I heard, I think he has to have a negative test every day for five days before he's allowed back with the organization, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. So.
6: So a negative test every five days?
0: Well, I think it in with, I, I, you know, the protocol has been changing throughout mm-hmm. the preseason, throughout the offseason. season. And it's constantly evolving because of changes that are happening in society and what government rules and all that other stuff are dictating. The, the NFL is constantly tweaking it as well. So I think that was the last thing I heard from the out of Dallas was that he needed to have five days of consecutive negative tests before they will let him back. Don't recall, though, if he was a exposure or, you know, a positive test.
3: Okay, thank
0: you. <laughs> All right. So if you know anybody else that has questions, p- feel free to ping them into the room if um you um are looking to get more information, if you want to look up stuff and let me know, feel free. Um Alex, any other questions you had? I think you had a few more. I might have uh, cut you off.
5: Uh no, no, no. I didn't I didn't have anything. I just when I saw cuz that was um getting my, well, my tweets were going off about the whole Ravens thing. So that's I <laughs> was
0: done. Oh man. I, I, you know, I've been working all day. I have a nine to five and, um, I, I still practice sports medicine. It's what I do. And I had no idea that all this stuff was going on earlier today. And then I came home and I, I was popping on the, the, the TV and I had uh, my YouTube TV streaming the NFL pregame stuff here on NFL network. And I see all this stuff popping up about the two major losses for the Ravens that happened today, potentially. And I was like, oh my God, you've got to be kidding me. So I was just as shocked as anybody else out there. Because it, it's crazy to see, you know, three running backs in a matter of uh, 12 days go down with season-ending injuries. It just doesn't happen that often.
5: Right, but you, you said, I know you were saying that, you know, um, Dan Orlovsky. he's, trust me, I don't take him as the source for <laughs> anything, but when you do get those type of injuries, and I don't know what was contact versus non-contact. I know right. J.K. Dobbins was non-contact. When, well, uh, when you do have those type of injuries, isn't that one of the things you would go to would be the turf? Or I'm I'm not sure if they have turf or grass or whatever their, their situation is.
0: Well, so for some reason, that's one of the first things that everybody gravitates towards. In my opinion, one of the first things that people should be gravitating towards is the off-season training program that these guys were under and whose guidance they were under and what type of shape were they in before they came to camp, um, what types of, whether any personnel changes made in their strength, conditioning, or medical team um, since last year ended that caused any type of lapse or disconnect in the off-season for their training program. Because that's really what plays a major role in this. The surface thing, yeah, you could look at that, but I wouldn't give it more than a quick glance. When it comes to all that other stuff, though, that's potentially where you may find some really, really big problems. And this has happened before um, within organizations where there's been some type of change either in coaching or the medical team, and it's caused a change in their strength conditioning um, team. And as a result, it's brought in a whole new set of professionals who have their whole a whole new set of ideas and ideologies and try to establish and implement that in the course of an offseason. And sometimes it's just not enough time. The other thing is you also have players that sometimes will go and have their own offseason training programs with their own personal trainers who they hire. And for some guys, that works great. And they may be doing well with that. And then they get to camp. And now they're having to start a different training program based on the organization's um, uh, policies and procedures. And that can sometimes throw a kink into things or change things and possibly injure them as well. So I would be looking at factors more related to that than looking at the playing surface. Got it. And to credit Dan Orlovsky, he did mention that in uh, the NFL live segment that I was watching earlier. He did talk about that, but they were very focused on the uh, playing surface. And to me, that's probably the lowest thing on the list. Uh, You know, sometimes freak stuff just happens. Guys go down, they get hurt, and uh, it just happens. Um, You pray that it's not your team. You pray that you don't have multiple injuries. But, you know, football is a very violent sport. Uh, You always got to be on the ready. If you're on the bench, you always got to have two or three guys in line backing up your star players because you never know. And we've seen this play out a lot in the last couple of years um, to some really high-profile guys who've gotten hurt and other guys have had to step in and fill the role. So it happens. Um, unfortunately for Baltimore, it it happened uh, early and very dramatically, and uh, it's going to cause a wrinkle in the rest of their season, unfortunately. Right. So anyway, uh, let me um, reset the room for anybody else that may have come in or maybe coming in. Um, I'm just going to take a quick break. I'm trying to get my YouTube to stream up the game in the background and I can't do it for some reason. It's like, it just keeps not loading up and I'm not sure why. I don't know if it's me and my connection here or if it's just that everyone's watching the game and TV tonight. Uh, Cause it's been so long that uh, it's just clogging up the airwaves, but um, we'll take a quick break and uh, I'll be right back. So if you guys want to ping anybody else into the room, if you know anybody else, Who's in your fantasy leagues and maybe has some questions? Feel free to ping them in, and uh, I'll pull them up on stage. We can ask questions, um, and I'll be happy to try and fill you guys in as much as I can and what with what I know, and give you my perspective on things. That's what I do. And uh, feel free to follow me on Clubhouse or on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm on all of them. Um, I'm also, you know, doing this under the Pro Sport Network umbrella and uh candy con has been a big help to me getting me set up here uh, ryan um uh, was going to join me in the room he, he i guess he couldn't make it but uh he's been a big help to me as well so thanks. shout out to those guys and thank you uh give me a minute we'll be right back
3: you're listening to the injured list podcast with your host brian scott your go-to resource for all sport injury related topics for show notes and other resources, visit TheInjuredList.com. Now, back to the show.
7: When your business is starting its championship run, nothing matters more than finding and hiring the best team. With Indeed, you have the power to build a dynasty by hiring more MVPs faster. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through March 31st. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Go to indeed.com slash bluewire to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. No matter how the last game went, Anytime you take the field, you got a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. Indeed.com slash Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: Uh, I don't know what's going on with my internet, but I um, can't get on TV to watch the game. So that's a bummer. So Alex... Who you got tonight? Who you who you picking to win this one? Tampa or Dallas? Any thoughts? Any predictions? Anybody want to go in and predict the score? Come on up if you do. Got crickets going on out there. Anyone? Anyone? Dan, you want to come up stage? anybody got uh, anybody got some questions they want to ask? For screw, come on up. You got a question about any NFL injuries going on? Anybody you want to know who's hurt, who's playing, who to sit, who to start, who to bench, who to draft, who to trade for, who to put on the injured list, who to pick up as a free agent? <laughs> this is their chance. I'm all on up. All right. I'm trying to get the game up here in the background. Having a hard time doing it. Something's going on with uh, YouTube right now on my computer anyway. Keep in mind, um, everyone, I'm going to be... This is actually being recorded. And if you miss it, you can hear it again later. I'll be publishing it as a podcast episode. So for those of you tuning in, thank you. For those of you participating, thank you even more. And um, feel free to ping people in. Um, If you have questions yourself, come on up to the stage and ask. That's what I'm here for. Give you some information and information about sports injuries, who to start, who not to start, who to sit, who to bench, who to play, who to trade for, who to release, who to pick up as a free agent, what things to look for when it comes to these players who are either injured or coming off an injury. This is your chance. Come on in the room and ask away. I think I got it. Oh, yeah, here we go.
6: Last week, I spoke with the Cowboys QB ahead of his much-anticipated return.
8: When you look at your scar now, what do you think? Yeah. Which one? I've got two. At this point, it's about trying to figure out which tattoos I want
0: to get on it or Talk around it. First, it was right a smiley about face. Then the
8: second surgery, so then it turned into a wishbone. To uh, now, I don't know what I'm gonna get, but it's a reminder of the grueling rehab and that that moment on the field of picking my leg up and just realizing that my season was over. With it allows me to to not take anything for granted.
1: Boy, he's hurt. He Prescott's hurt. I didn't like
5: the
2: way he fell, so he's holding his right leg. Take me back to that moment and what's going through your mind as you recognize that your season is over. Yeah, what am I going to do?
8: Uh, what am I going to do in the next few months knowing that I wasn't going to be able to be out on the field? I wasn't going to have that brotherhood with my teammates. I was going to miss out on so much of what makes me happy.
7: Does not look good at all. Prescott extending a fist up in the air,
3: and Prescott is in tears. This is Your Worst Nightmare. Not everyone understands how grueling a rehab is. What were the
8: milestones for you? i have the trainers or my girlfriend tap each toe, and I'd close my eyes and try to figure out which toe they were tapping because I couldn't feel it. When I was finally getting that right, it was about walking. Then it was about picking up marbles with your toe and picking up the cough drops and picking them up and not missing the cup. While the injury was
2: happening and you're rehabbing, you're having to also go through a negotiation process. Why do you hate the notion that people assumed you were gambling with your career as a cowboy? I've said it before, it was a raise from
8: what I was making in in the in the time before and i've always believed in myself i mean you believe in something that's not gambling i have just known that everything that i put into this game everything that i put into the team for this organization i was going to get it in return
3: prescott back the ball into amari cooper's hand prescott throws on the run touchdown Elliott!
2: the weapons you guys have on offense when you look at what's available to you all
8: the toys what comes to mind is how do I make them all happy? We make enough touchdowns for each of them. That's the great part about having the type of weapons that we have is there's no ego within them. Let's go! going now! Keep going! guys. Let's go! doesn't know that. When I pitch it out to Zeke or when I throw it on the screen to Amari, the other 10 guys on the field are going to do everything they can to make sure that guy has success. remove your fandom if you are in the NFC East or anywhere around the league. You can't help but root for that guy. What a leader, what a good young man. Great conversation with Maria and Dak. It's about 15 minutes long. You can watch all of it on NBCSports.com. He only played four and a half games for Mike McCarthy, getting injured in week five. 15th year as the NFL head coach. He's won a Super Bowl in Green Bay. It's year two in Dallas for Mike McCarthy. Starting tonight.
0: All right. well there you go. And, um, you know, uh, these are the moments we wait for. Start of the NFL season 2021. We got the game about ready to kick off here soon. Cowboys and Buccaneers, defending champs. Tom Brady, and his squad coming into Dallas. Or is I'm sorry. We're in Tampa. How can I be so silly? Raising the banner, too, nonetheless. Dak coming back from injury. Tough game to start against the defending champs, but. If you ever want to know where you're, where you're at, what you're, where you need to be, no better time to test it out than week one. So, uh, yeah. Anybody got questions, come on up to the stage. Stan and Jessica, so you guys are here. Trying to ping some more people into the room if you feel like doing so, if you think they may be interested. We're going to get off in time to watch the game. Don't you guys worry. I'm not going to sit here and babble when the NFL season is about to start. But I will be doing this every Thursday if you're interested uh, to help you guys pick out your fantasy rosters. So come on in. Come on up. And uh, let's do it. So, um, any predictions that you guys want to make out there? Come on up. Let's do it. Um, I think it's going to be closer than people are giving credit to Dallas for. I think the Dallas is going to come to play. Uh, we've got the pregame warm ups happening now. We've got that going on in the background here. And uh, um, Giovanni Bernard's getting some hype, but we were just talking about him earlier. Getting some questions about whether or not he should start him some players' uh, fantasy de- rosters, and if you know he's gonna be a big third down back. That's what we've been told, so we'll see. All right, man, we're getting close to kickoff here. We're going to sign off, guys, and we're going to let you guys get back to enjoying the game. Thank you all to those of you who participated and for showing up and for participating and asking questions, giving some feedback and thoughts on uh, your take for the game. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. And looking forward to an exciting NFL season. Looking forward to some good games tonight and this weekend. And uh, we'll be back here next Thursday to run through the injured list again and talk some more about uh, any potential injuries that may come up uh, in the course of week one here. So thank you guys for tuning in. Once again, your host, Brian Scott, member of Blue Wire Podcast Network, member of the Pro Sports Network here on Clubhouse. I want to thank you for all all you guys for tuning in. And uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay active.
3: This is the Injured List Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Are you interested in being a guest on the show? Or do you know someone who would make a good guest? Want Brian Scott to be on your show? If so, share the podcast with your friends. Or drop us a line and we will get back to you right away. Email us at theinjuredlist411 at gmail.com or visit our website at www.TheInjuredList.com.